Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I think by this time last year we were doing this shiurim already. Because when I was looking over my notes, is that possible? I think we started by now. When I was looking over my notes, I was like, wow, I think I said this last year. Which is nice. It's nice. Thank you, Rabbi Yosef, for uh, spearheading this share. Yashikayach. Okay. So, what, what I'd like to um, what I'd like to discuss this week is a few thoughts benaygeya to the akeda. Some of it to give us a sense of the <coughs> godless of what took place, and some for personal eitzah and our own avodas Hashem. Um, okay, so Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram, "Kachno es bincha es yichidcha asher ahavto es yitzchak v'lechlecha el eretz hamoyria v'haaleu sham leoyla." Avram Avinu takes Yitzchak. Vayashkem Avram baboiker. Avram Avinu takes Yitzchak and starts traveling to the Makim of the Akedah. At some point, Yitzchak notices that there's no carbon. So, Vayoymer Yitzchak el Avram Avi, Vayoymer Avi, Vayoymer Hineni Bini. Vayoymer, Hine Ho'esh Vehoetzim, Vayay Hasele Oila. But yeah, it's, I, I'm just noticing now, which is interesting, that he said, my father, and he said, here I am, my son. Not sure what was going on there. <coughs> I don't have a it was something to think about. But in any event, he, the, here we have the Eish and the Eitzim. Where is the, uh, where is the Seh? For the Oila. Vayomer Avram... So Avram tells Yitzchak, Eloikim yire loy la bini. Hashem will show the seh la my son. Says Rashi, Hashem will show us, Kaleme yire v'yivchar loy haseh. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will point out the seh. V'im ein seh, and if there's no seh, la bini. It will be my son. It will be you'll be the oila. And then the pasuk goes on and says that they walk together. Says Rashi, even though Yitzchak understood that he was going to be shechted, he still went believe shalim. They went yachtov together. He went believe shalim. So, did Avram tell Yitzchak that you're going to be shechted, or didn't he? It's an interesting Rashi. Hashem will show us the Seh. And if not, then it will be you. But he didn't even say that directly. He said, Hashem will show us the Seh, my son. Meaning, Hashem will show us the Seh, my son. Right? It's interesting. It's like a very layered response. I noticed that the Radal in Pirkei Abelazar, I, I was really looking in the Pirkei Abelazar for, for something else that I'm going to tell you in a few minutes. But... Thank <laughs> you. 
Listen to the lashon of the Pirkei of Elazar. Uh, this is Perik Lamed Aleph in Pirkei of Elazar. Omar Yitzchak Aviv, Avi, my father, Harei Esh Ve'Ha'etzim, Ve'Heichan Hu Hasel Le'Oila. Vayoyim Eloi Avram, Eloi Kim Yir Eloi Hasel Le'Oila Bini, Ata Hu Hasel. Whoa. So the, the Radal points out here, Veloi, that it's not like the Targum that says Hashem will show us who it is. And then he says, and also it's not, it's not so much like Rashi, which sounds like he was saying, maybe it's a Seh, maybe it's my son. But it's interesting that Avram Avinu is responding to Yitzchak in this like hidden manner, like kind of hinting to him. You know, if it was us and we were walking with Avram Avinu and he said, um, Hashem will show us who it will be or it will be you, it's going to be you, kind of, right? We would be like, well, stop right there. I think we need to discuss this. Like, we need some clarification here. But Yitzchak hears this, like Remez, and he's, And I think there's a very, very important ha'ara here. I once said this nekuda on Rosh Hashanah. I once said this by a Rosh Hashanah davening. And the nekuda is like this. We are not simple people. We're multi-layered. There's many different parts to our nefesh, our neshama, and when it comes time to serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a good part of us wants to serve Hashem. There's that other part, you know, we know him as the Yitzhahara, who's pretty, pretty complicated himself. He's not so interested in serving Hashem. And we feel that conflict sometimes. We feel it. You know, I personally, like different times um, of my week, I feel it stronger than others, like this conflict between what I want to do and what I should do. You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like if, after a long day, I get into the car and I think I have 10 phone calls to make. Or maybe I'll just listen to the radio. And when I feel that, I literally could feel like part of me saying, let's check these things off the list, you know? And part of me saying, I'm so tired. And you could feel the, the struggle. There's different chalakim inside of us. And that's an oversimplification. It's certainly more complicated than that. Not only that, but sometimes we're aware of one chalak or another. Sometimes we think that we're, we're... Sometimes we're very aware of the part of us that wants to learn Torah and do mitzvahs and not so aware of the part of us that's... That's like, um, if, you know, like, like the Esav banging on Rivka saying, I want to go to the base of Zara. And sometimes the opposite. Sometimes we feel the part of us that wants to do the wrong thing. And the part of us that's saying, no, 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 I want to serve Hashem, is more hidden. So there's a very, very interesting little piece in one of the Svarim of Rav Dessler. I think it's in the third Chelek, I think, of Michtam Elio, where he talks about the fact that when Moshe Rabbeinu came to Paroi to say to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim, so he kept saying again and again, let's go for three days into the Midbar. And it's, a, it's an odd thing. I mean, there was no plan for three days in the Midbar. The plan was to take Mitzrayim. There's different Mepharshim. People discuss this. What are these Shleisha Yamim by Midbar? 
So Rav Dessler says an unbelievably musardika ha'ara. He says, Klal Yisrael were terrified to leave Mitzrayim. Because as much as Mitzrayim was a horrific existence for them, but it was all they knew. It's not so easy. Not so easy to make a change like that. To go out with Bitach and to follow Moshe Rabbeinu into the Midbar. Says Rav Dessler that Moshe said it to Klal Yisrael as if they're going to go for three days. <coughs> Even though they understood, of course, that this was Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But sometimes it's easier to say for three days. There's this mahalach that we have that we're able to play games with ourselves. Like someone's starting a diet sometimes. So he'll be like, I'm doing it for a week. Now, he wouldn't do it if it was just going to be for a week. But he tells himself, I'm doing it for a week, because he doesn't think that he could tell his Yetzirah, I'm doing it for a year. So he tells himself, I'm doing it for a week. Who's he fooling? Like he tells himself, like, is that a game? The answer is yes, it's a game. And it's a very effective game. There's such a thing as saying, I, I have a, a, a brother who, when he, before his chasen, he was terrified. He was, a, you know, you know, he was just one of these chasen that was just shaking before his chasen. He was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. So I still remember someone went over to my brother and said, just for tonight. What? And my brother was like, okay, just for tonight. You think, you think my brother was thinking just for tonight? But it's the thing that sometimes it's a way that we could kind of be, you know, we could also be a Ramai, and we could fool ourselves. You ever have this, like, Shavuos uh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, night, uh, you know, you just had a baby, or you're very exhausted, whatever. So you, you know this thing. You come to shul, and you say, I, I don't know if I'm staying up the whole night. For now, I'm going to learn for an hour. Now, if it's taka impossible, you're going to go home. But you're hoping in the back of your mind that you can make it till the morning. But if you say now, I'm here till the morning, call tov, I'm out of here. I can't do it. So we're mirama ourselves. We're going for three days. Paroi will be right back. I have no intention of coming back, but I have a hard time saying goodbye forever. You know, so something like that, that you know, that's, you know, uh, goodbye for now. What is the other, like, what do you think? Yeah, I'm saying goodbye for now. And that's, that's a mahalach sometimes in being able to battle our Yetzirah, whether it's in the Kumva Asay or it's in the Asay, you know, Sur Meirah. You know, I want to grow and stop engaging in whatever, whatever uh, hanhaga that I think is, 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 is not becoming of me. If I make a decision now that I'm never doing that again for as long as I live, you know, I've seen people stop smoking that way. Today, it's funny because some people say dafka, the, the, the opposite way works. But I've seen people say, like, for today I'm not smoking. For today, you're taking a day off? That's a you're being marami yourself. So I think that what was happening here is that Avram Avinu was telling Yitzchak Avinu, he was saying, Hashem will show us who the carbon is, my son. And Yitzchak is thinking to himself, I think he just said, Hashem will show us who the carbon is, my son. I think that's what he said. 
But the part of Yitzchak that would be like, okay, I'm getting out of here, that part of Yitzchak was able to hear Avram not say that. And that helps the chelak hachitza, the physical scared part of him, be like, nah, nah, he just said Hashem will show us the car, but Hashem will show us the car. And that way he was able to get himself to the Akedah. And you see that Yitzchak had these types of chashbaynas. Because, and this really leads to the next piece that I want to talk about, but just as a ha'ara, because you see that Yitzchak told his father, Omar Yitzchak li'avram aviv, avi, kashreini, tie me up. Yitzchak told his father, tie me up. Ukshor yodai raglai. Tie up my hands and my feet. I'll read more of this in a, in a few minutes. But you see that Yitzchak was concerned that he may reject the Shrita. So he bavarned and he told his father, please tie me up. Well, this way of Avram acting is a different way of kind of tying him up. By being able to distract the more childish lower part of him. To say it in a way that... You could understand it this way, you could understand it that way, but it, it helps to be able to it helps to be able to say that. This is a very, very powerful tool for us in our Avoida. And it's a very important thing. Sometimes, especially in today's world, that's a world of like social media and big statements and taglines, and I don't mean tag lines, I mean taglines and um, things like that. Sometimes we like making <coughs> big statements, you know? And sometimes it's dafka healthy not to make such big statements, you know? Sometimes the person will say, I'm working now on this midah. The Balimusa get very nervous from that. Don't say that to me. Who do you think you are? You're working, you're working on this midah? You know, and maybe in a ruchniyistic sense it awakens the Yitzhara, the Satan, whatever, but even in a, from a psychological sense, like whatever, you, let's say you're working on, uh, um, let's say we talked about Shabbat Shuvah, let's say you're working on not, not noshing for no reason. That's a good thing, right? So, I'm working on my Taiva Sachila now. There's a part of you that's like, oh no, you're not. But if you don't say it, and you, do, you say things like, oh, why aren't you eating? Even if you're going to be honest. Your wife asks you, a close friend asks you, why aren't you eating? I'm experimenting with myself a little. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have to commit to becoming a Israel Salanter. When you make these big statements, we frighten ourselves. I'm working on my asmada. There's a part of you that that is the last thing that you want to work on. And when you make this declaration... The parts of you that don't want it get nervous and they start reacting. And sometimes it's good not to, not to talk so much, not to make such big declarations. You hear? Clear between the lines. And that's a, you know, sometimes if a guy is struggling with a Seder, he'll tell us, from now on, we're not missing a night. Don't say that. Say, let's be here tomorrow. When you, when sometimes we make too strong statements, there's a backlash on the statement. 
I think you see that from the way that Avram spoke to Yitzchak, from the way that Moshe spoke to Klal Yisrael. The Balei Musar discussed this, and it's a, it's a gentleness in Avedis Hashem that could be very healthy, besides for the fact that it is also brought down, side point, and I once heard Rabbi Bernstein say this, and he's so right, that, um, that sometimes when you make big declarations, somewhere in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, did it. Like sometimes, like, you know, like, so we're, uh, so we're, um, so we're, we're going to, let's say you're learning Dafyaimi now. So we're going to finish Nadarim soon, and then we're going to move on to, you know, to Nazir. In your mind, you're ready, like, Hadron Allah Masech to Nadarim, Hadron Allah Masech to Nazir, I'm working on Saita already. And then tomorrow, when it's hard to learn, it's hard to work up the Kaichas. You already finished Nadarim and Nazir. Because sometimes making the big declarations of what the plans are, it's too much in your brain, like, did it. Quiet. You don't have to say, you see big Bali Avaida and even smart people in their, in their practical lives. They don't talk so much. We'll see. Yeah, you're going to make a see him? We'll see. One daf at a time. We'll see. Right now I'm here. Right now, you know, I, I think I once told you, I once went over to Reverend and David on a Shabbos as she was in America. And I said, there were, and I made sure to say it the way his mother, because I, I knew the halachas about not talking about traveling on Shabbos. <laughs> so I said, the Rebetzin's heading back after Shabbos, because I didn't, wasn't Mazgar or Malacha. She wasn't, didn't go for it. She was, right now I'm here. Ah. But there's a good mahalach in Avaida. Right now I'm here. Let's do it right today. Let's do it right for now. Okay, moving on, this Nakuda that Yitzchak asked Avram to tie him up, I want to talk about in the Pashat Pshat, and then I want to make a suggestion in the Oymik of what's happening here, all before Meirev Be'ezer Hashem. Okay, so the Pekadur Be'ezer is also in Perak Lamed Aleph, very, very, very interesting, I think you'll appreciate it. He says, he tells his father, Yitzchak tells his father, tie me up, because there might be a, p- a pshia. The Radal struggles to understand what the pshia is, it would be an oinus. What does he mean, b'shvil pshiusa? Tie me up so there shouldn't be a pshia? You're going to be pshia? So he, he says, maybe it's pshitusa. Maybe it means that I'll stretch out my hands. Like, out of pachad. Maybe that's what it means. That's what he discusses. But the Pekadur Belazar goes on to say something a little surprising. The Pashtas, when the Medrash, when the Midrashim talk about um, Avram tying up Yitzchak, it's not to pass all the carbon. Have you heard that? You're afraid he might move his neck and something, if the, if the carbon, if the animal, when it's an animal, if the animal moves a certain way, it could pass all the carbon. Because it has to be a very easy... You know, straight shrita. So the pashtus is in, um, like he quotes here uh, uh, another medrash that says the epasel hashrita. That that's what Yitzchak was saying. I'll pass all the shrita. Very interesting. He says here, maybe b'shvil pshiusa the emotze mechalel kaberesavicha. I'm afraid. That maybe I'll be Pesheya and I'll be Mechalel Kabeda Savicha. 
In other words, he was afraid, you know, and some Midrashim say he was afraid to passel the carbon. Other Midrashim say he was afraid, the way it seems to me is like that he was afraid he would hit his father. You know, like Lamashal, it says, halacha lamaisa, that you're not supposed to hit your older kids, because it's lifnaiver, because they might have a cheshik to hit back. Your little kids don't have a cheshik to hit back. But older kids, you're not allowed to hit your older kids, because lifnaiver, that they might hit back. So, this is Yitzchak is saying, please tie me up. If you take a knife to me, I might hit back. You know, please, let's be careful. He brings here a Yalkut that says that Yitzchak said, I'm afraid shalei avarei that I shouldn't curse you. And then he struggles here, so how does tying him up help with the cursing? How does that work? But that's the sugi here, very, very interesting. I've always been inspired from this, from this memory of Yitzchak telling his father to tie him up because I think it's a remez to a very, very big Yisait in Avaidus Hashem. And this is Takanagay a little bit to tag. And that is that you see from here that there's a part of Avaidus Hashem where we attempt to be mafsid our own Bechira. Please take my Bechira away from me. I don't think I'll be able to be oymid in it. So please take it away from me. It's a very deep thing, you know. So like, you know, when somebody, that's what, that's what uh, I'm just looking at you, Shua, because you work for TAG, you're a you're native, you're time for TAG, that like, if, when I bring my phone to get the Gentech on it, so what am I saying? I'm, 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 right now I'm choosing to, to do the right thing by bringing it to you. So why don't I just do the right thing every day and then I don't have to bring it to you? Right? What's the answer? The answer is this. There's a lot of answers, but this is one of the answers. The answer is, sometimes it's easier to do a strong, decisive act of Bechira now, because I'm not sure if every single day I will make the right choice. So I'm making a choice now to do a decisive act of being mafsid my own Bechira, so that I shouldn't have a choice. You hear that? It's a very interesting thing, and it's true in a lot of ways, that sometimes we find ourselves in certain types of nesiyonis, there's a mahalach of trying to say, one second, is there a way that I could pull the rug out from under the Yitzhahara and not have that nesiyon, instead of, let me every day be oimid ben nesiyon. It's, it's an interesting thing. So that was always a, a, a chizik for me. But let's take this a little bit deeper, okay? There's a Rashi in Parshas Teldes that's going to get to this week's parsha. Rashi says in Parshas Toldos that Yitzchak had a hard time seeing when he got older. And Rashi brings three perushim why Yitzchak lost his eyesight. And one of those perushim is that when Yitzchak was tied up on the Mizbeach and Avram Avinu was roitzel shachtai, that there was niftecha hashamayim the heavens opened, and the Malachim saw Yitzchak that he was going to be shechted. The, you ever heard this? The Malachim cried, <coughs> and their tears made Yitzchak blind. Now this is a fascinating medrash, not to be taken at face value, because to the best of my knowledge, the tears of Malachim are not physical. And they shouldn't affect somebody's eyesight. So what it means that the tears affected his eyesight, that's Haloi Dover, there's something there to talk about. What's Niftach Hashemayim? Also, 
So I'm not going to get into, maybe if you remind me, you know, I have some thoughts about it we could talk about maybe when we get up to Parshas Teldos. But I want to talk about one piece of it now. That's Nagea for the Akedah. And that is like this. It's so interesting that the Malachim started crying. Because the Malachim play a very important... What's the point of the Malachim? Malachim play a very important role in the Bria. An interesting and important role. And that is that they are the contrast to Adam. Malachim are the servants of Hashem that don't have Bechira. Malachim, and, 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 and they're very good dogma to us of what, what pure Avaitis Hashem is. How do I know that Malachim are a good dogma for us? Because that's how we use them. We say, What are we telling stories about Malachim for? We're not Malachim. No, because Malachim serve as a good example of what pure, pure Avaitis Hashem is without any Yetzirah. And then we sit in this world and we try to do with the Yetzirah, but we try to do that. And we say this, that's what we say by Kedusha. We say, We want to be Mekadosh, your name, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in this world of darkness and Nisayin. Oh, right, that we want that, that with our Yetzirah, but we... We look at, Mal- they're the contrast. The Malachim are the dogma of Avaidus Hashem without Bechira. <coughs> and therefore, Malachim are for that. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu created Adam, the Malachim, who represent Avaidus Hashem without Bechira, the Malachim are Taiveya, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ma enosh, kisiz karenu. Uven Adam, kisif kedenu. Right? They said, what, what do you, you... You created a nivra that could do Averis? What does that mean? Why the Malachim saying that? Because they represent... They're on, they're, on, they're on the other team. They're on the... It's better to serve Hashem without the possibility of chet. We're on the... No. It's a bigger Kiddush Hashem to serve Hashem with the possibility of chet. You could hear Tzadim on that. On the one hand, it's much safer without the possibility of chet. On the other hand, it's much grander with the possibility of chet. So there's this struggle between man and Malach. The Ani, Hineni, Mevi, Mabel, Al Ha'oretz, Zagdrashi, Parshas Nayach. Hineni Muchan Lehaskim im Oisam Shazirzuni, the Omruli Mo Enosh Kisiz Karenu, Van Adam Kisiv Kedenu. Right? The Malach, when, when Adam was being Chaite, the Malachim came to Hashem. They were like, we said that that's not the Mahalach. But the whole, but why were the Malachim created? The Malachim were created for Adam. Everything was created for Adam. Bishvil Yisrael Shanik Rorashis. The whole world was created for Adam. The Avoida of Malachim is to serve as the counterbalance and the contrast for our Avoida, which is the Avoida of Balei Bechira. But Malachim are here to be that counterbalance. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Avram to shecht Yitzchak, the adifus, the, the tzad of better without man who has Bechira, won. 
because th- this is it. The, I mean, the whole, the whole hope for the Bria was finished. The whole hope for the Adam Arishan is finished. It's finished, the end of the world. So, and then Rav Hutner says this in several Ma'amarim. Rav Hutner says this, that, that, that the Gzeira of Kachna as Bincha as Yechidcha as Arahavta as Yitzchak was a Gzeira of Noyach Loyla Adam, Shaloy Nivra. That the psak on Yitzchak that he should be killed is like, no, it's, no, forget this. Forget, this experiment is over. This Klal Yisrael, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, this experiment with Bechira, with Kabbalah Satoira, with it's over. Noyach Loyla Adam, Shaloy Nivra. And that's what the Malachim saw. They didn't, they didn't necessarily know Hashem had this all as a plan. This is, this is what the Malachim saw. End of the experiment. In a certain sense, the Malachim won, but they lost if they won. You, you understand that? Because they're here to, to bring out the other tzad. So they lost if they won. So that's the Bechia of the Malachim. When they see Yitzchak is being shechted, the Malachim cry. It's a, it's a loss. They, that's it. It's the end of the world. That's what I think is the why they're crying then. And this is what I want to suggest to you. A new thought. Look over this share tonight. I'm, I'm, I, I want to suggest that Yitzchak Avinu understood that the psak that he should be killed was a psak. No, this risk of a bad Bechira is too dangerous. Too dangerous. So Yitzchak prepares to go into that Avoida of being Nikra of Al-Gabi in an act of Bechira is too big of a responsibility by begging his father to be mafsed him of his own Bechira. Tie me up. I don't want any choices. Because that's exactly what the Akedah is. Turns out it's not what the Akedah is. Because when HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, Al tishlach anar, HaKadosh Baruch Hu was saying, okay, I, now I see that you were prepared to do that, and now we have a new level of Klal Yisrael, a post-Akedah level of Klal Yisrael. Rav Hutner says that Al-Tishlach Yodcha Al-Anar is to Klal Yisrael what Tzei Min HaTeva was to the rest of the world. <coughs> a new world. Okay? But, but this Nekuda, that at the, in the Hava Mina of the Akedah, of, no, 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 this whole Bechira thing, it's too, Noyach Lo'i Adam Shalai Nivra. So Yitzchak's like, oh, so Bechira, we're not doing the Bechira thing. Okay, Tati, Kashreini, tie me up. No Bechira. That's what I think perhaps was, was going on there. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClemus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.